And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday. Waffle Box, with your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Welcome to Waffle Box, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing, all at the same time. Coming up on episode 84, we find out what happens when the turkeys have had headed up to here with you damn Americans eating their comrades for Thanksgiving, and they strike back. Batista continues to walk alone, but with other people in this week's movie review and so much more. Uh, Mike Fish and I am joined, as always, by the main man from San Francisco, Mr. Kush Hayes. Kush, how you doing, my man? What's good, y'all? Kush Hayes here coming to you. What is this? Episode, like, 84? 84. 84. It is the original Waffle Box. It is the best part of Wednesdays because you... You, the Serb Squad, accept no substitutions, and uh, I cannot wait to get this started, Mike Fish. This is my favorite part of the week. Thank you for having me a part of the last 83 episodes, plus tonight. I can't wait to get into this review for M. Night Shyamalan, newest movie. And uh, I got—I think you got a, a, a chalk, chalk slate for us tonight, man. Another packed show. Talk a block. If there was a the block this would be a chock of the i don't know has i don't understand a chock of block <laughs> that's all right that's uh right. saying but there we how, go how, how was your weekend your your non-new york football giants weekend oh it was it was it was a mixed bag because it was it's was, so, so it was my it's it was her birthday weekend so my we wife we went out into the city as the cool kids. Mm. Well, we actually did. I mean, technically, if you say the city, people think Manhattan. We didn't go to Manhattan. We're far too old for that. We went to Brooklyn and we went around there, yeah, had some <laughs> pizza, drank some drinks, uh, slept over at the sister-in-law's house. It's quite nice. And then uh, on Monday, Monday, we treated ourselves. We, went, we wanted to be zen. So we went to a, a local massage parlor and had a, a couple of massages, which was very nice. Ooh. But there was there was an awkward, awkward point in the massage, nice. massage right? <clears throat> so I don't know if you've ever oh. been to a Thai massage. Now, before I divulge, there was no happy ending in this. Get your minds out the gutters, you filthy, filthy people. Um, but at some point during the massage, Most of Vietnamese right? shops anyways. So, you, you obviously everyone, anyone's had a massage, you know, you kind of you start you, you start in just your in your, in your underbucks, right? You just lay in there in your underoos, and so this woman comes in, she's like, she, she, she like knocks stuff. Are you ready? Like, yep, yep, I'm ready. And so they come in, and then they take a towel, place it all over me, cover me from head to toe in this towel, and then start doing like a massagey thing, right? And then mm-hmm. they work the top half. So what she does is she removes the towel and tucks it into my underwear, right? Oh, okay. That's interesting. But, That's a new one. She, to get it, because they also massage your, your butt cheeks a bit, right? So she pulls down my underwear a little bit, but I, I can feel there is some cleavage showing, let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> 
to which I'm already uncomfortable because I'm like, I should have shaved, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but, <laughs> so anyway, she's she's doing her thing. She's working, working, working. It feels very nice. It's like, oh, she's very good. And she's like working my shoulders. I'm a bit tense, so sometimes it's hurting, but whatever, you know, you got to work through the pain. So mm-hmm. she completes the top half. Now she's moving to the leg portion of the massage. So she takes the towel, untucks it, puts it back over my shoulders and whoop, open the leg situation, right? Now she needs to get to my legs. So obviously she's pulled down my underwear slightly. So now she needs to pull my underwear back up. Makes sense so far, right? Mm-hmm. But she like mm-hmm. pulls them up like into almost like a wedgie situation almost, right? Oh, no. And so... My 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 meat and two veg are kind of all like now clumped up together and yeah. being yeah. pushed to one side. Okay, Be- being being uh, strangled, if you will. Hmm. So there was, or at least so I'm, so I'm laying there, thinking, okay, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, I'm not, I haven't got a thirteen incher like that that gentleman, but you know, I, I do all right. Not all, all right. of us gifted. So can't all be gifted. I'm really concerned at this point that something's gonna pop out while she's working. Oh. Because she's like Word. working the leg and she's like really getting it up there. I'm like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. That earthworm oh is waking god. up too, buddy. Yeah. Oh, shit. And I'm like, and there was at one point. Groundhog's looking for a shadow. Yeah, he's like, mm, what's going on up here? Is it playtime, Daddy? Like, no, not now. Stand down, stand down. But there was a one point where I'm like, I'm not 100% sure if it's still in or out. And it's all because I don't want to bring attention to this. Because obviously, I'm not going to go, oh, excuse me, is my penis out? Because then, if it is, it sounds like I'm drawing, you know what I mean? I'm being sleazy and I'm like, hey, can you see? Like, so I don't want to do that. So I'm just going to ignore it. If she's ignoring it, I'm ignoring it, right? Right. And then. Where are you coming from? Eventually, she leaves the room to get the hot stones. And I have to quickly, like, stick my hand down there, check. Nope, nope, we're covered. We're good. And I have to rearrange a little bit. So, thankfully, there was no awkwardness there. But that could, I would have been mortified. I don't want to be, you know, like, like boop. Hello. It's, um, it's a very thin line between something that's very natural Speak and, yourself. you know, a cause of. But and just being a sleazy jerk, and you're not trying to be a sleazy jerk, but you are enjoying the massage there. Yeah, I um, I haven't been to the spa in quite some time, especially since the COVID thing kicked in. But when I did, I, I would tell all the masseuses, guys, girls, I didn't care who was in the room with me. But I was like, hey, nothing's wrong with my legs. Everything's in my shoulders, my neck, and my lower back. But stay north of the equator. That's my legs are fine. And 99% of the time, they would all follow that. But yeah, one time, one time the lady actually started massaging my thighs. And yeah, the ground dog woke up. And guess what? She tapped that sucker. And I think she did it more, more than once on purpose. But uh, you know what? No harm, no foul. Right. Got to touch that tip to get the tip. That's, uh, that's, that's the same mean, goes, I believe. No, I, I think she was just, I think it was. Uh, completely innocent but yeah I, I i i feel your anxiety and how like how completely south that could go super quickly you know like no matter how innocent your intentions are like 
what if she reads it the wrong way? And you're like, oh no, I'm branded for life and they'll never let me back here. Especially the walls are thin and my wife's in the, the next room getting them, getting, he's getting it. So if, if suddenly my mm-hmm. masseuse is like, oh my God, put that away. It's not going to look mm-hmm. good for me in in any of that situation. No, there's no way. How do you talk? How do you talk yourself out of that one? Like, how, you, there's no way to prove your innocence, as innocent as you might be. Like, wife is immediately gonna think this sleazy motherfucker, right, right, one wall away, <laughs> this motherfucker right over here. So next, I, I, I bought, I've got these new boxer shorts now. They're like kind of like mm. MMA fighter boxer shorts. Yeah. yeah, like they have like a long leg, so everything's tight. So there's no, mm-hmm. there's no, there's no escaping that. So I think I'll have to go with them next time. Yeah, those shorts absolutely complement the uh, package and the buttocks. Oh well, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't want her seeing it, but I mean, if she, if she ends up going, you know, talking to her masseuse friends, going, "Hey, guy, I just said." Better to let he her imagine a play down than there. to show her the whole, the full Monty, as a phraser people coined. Anyway. That was my weekend. How was yours? My weekend was very chill. Uh, uh, well, so Friday and Saturday, I worked uh, worked for ESPN at the Golden State game. Um, quite honestly, I forget who we were playing. I think we were playing the Mavericks. But uh, yeah, wasn't wasn't a close game. wasn't an exciting game. Curry got hurt, which is always unfortunate. But um, yeah, it was super easy series of days. One of those things where like we got everything done the day before. Why couldn't we just come in at like two today? Why did I have to come in at eight and do nothing for eight hours? It sounds like like a cool thing, but guess what? I could have slept a little more, could have taken care of some errands around the house. Like there was a lot of nothing happening before uh before our pregame hits. And then once we got to that, like shit moved real quickly, and that was great. And I had a great game too. So uh otherwise. Uh, new Netflix series that we are not reviewing, but uh, still saw um, 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 Contras de Cuarto, which is uh, Spanish for Queens of the Ring, which uh, apparently Netflix is for some reason calling Against the Ropes. Um, oh, is that the one with Rey Mysterio? Rey Mysterio is only in episode 10. Oh, okay. But uh, he's, he's in a poster. Uh, a couple girls are like, let's go see Rey Mysterio at the autograph signing. But he, he's literally only in episode 10. Um, it's apparently based on this 2013 French film that WWE acquired the rights for. And then I'm 100% sure they just shoehorned in The Miz and CM Punk and Eve Torres. Like, I'm, I'm a thousand percent sure those three people were not in the original cut. But like, well, now it's a WWE movie. So like, We'll just do these extra pickups and squeeze in two minutes of the Miz going. Oh, she did a moonsault. Oh, CM Punk is like, whoa, that hip toss was amazing. Eve Torres <laughs> is like, I want to be strong like these women in 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 on français. Uh, I I still haven't seen the movie, but now I would like to see the movie, the uh, the TV series. It's cute. It's not better than Glow, but uh, I really, really, really enjoyed the ending, and it's. What's funny about it is it's more Lucha Libre than real life Lucha Libre. Like there's like, how do I explain that? Like the, the main character has to literally hide her appearance as a luchador. She like her mom don't know. 
her daughter don't know her ex-husband don't know like it's it's a big deal it's it's some some fun superhero like oh no i have to be in two places at the same time how am i gonna do that what so it's like a female nacho libre i hate nacho libre so i refuse <gasps> to acknowledge that comment however nacho um, libre is great nacho libre is a fine children's movie for 12 years old and i'm not going to dispute that but um no, this is a this is a fine series. I enjoyed all ten hours of it. Uh, looking forward to a season two, which I hope they do, but uh, to be determined. You know, what I think it's a very Apple Plus TV. Oh, what's going on plus, the A plus plus plus? Um, they've I don't know what this fucking thing's called now, but um, they've got they've got some. Very good shows on there at the moment. They've got this. Uh, they got Shrinking with uh, oh, Jason Segel yeah. and Harrison Ford. Very good. Very good. And okay. um, what is uh, and Loot mm. with uh, Maya Rudolph, new Eminem spokesperson. Oh, and others. Ron Funches, isn't it? It's very. It's about like a oh. nice. a millionaire who gets divorced and so she's like being a philanthropist and works for charity but it's, it's very funny it's very funny so yeah check if you got apple plus tv plus 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 extra 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 plus plus um check those out loot and shrinking very good harrison ford in a comedy tv show it's very strange at first but it's it's he's he's very good he's a very yeah. good actor that's no surprise Sounds like he's enjoying his, his later years in life. He's just like, let's just do this. Let's just have fun. Uh, speaking of Maya Rudolph, and we posed this question in the episode. We talked about her taking over as the Eminem spoke person. Um, the movie I saw this week, which we'll be reviewing tonight, Knock at the Cabin, no Eminem's trailer. That thing is like a minute and a half long. has been playing for the last four or five years. Gone. Now gone. Was Maya there? Was Maya there Maya was, to get no, some snacks? No M and M's commercial period. Wow. Because no they're too woke, man. Or some shit like that. Or too some woke. shit like that. Too woke for AMC. Anyway. Ooh, AMC. That's that. That could be a whole episode on on its own. But uh, yeah, man. Let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. Let's get into the show, baby. Got a couple of fun little stories for you. Do you remember several weeks ago? I can't remember which episode it was when we talked about several weeks um, ago. the the two snakes in Australia being found making sweet mm. sweet love behind the microwave. Sweet sweet love. Yeah, well, radioactive we love. A, we have another story about snake coming up a peculiar place, also oh, in Australia. No. Shock, shock, shock. Now, I Australia, was, what's wrong with you? I would argue that this situation is a million times worse than finding two snakes bumping uglies behind your microwave. So, these oh. snake catchers, Drew Godfrey and his wife, Katie Airy, hmm, different last names. What's up with that? Hmm. Why, well, yeah, anyway, anyway, responded. <laughs> they have a lot of fun cosplaying. Yeah. 
Oh, you've come to take my snake away? Oh. Well, that means she just does a cheesy version of uh, California girls, but Australian girls. And then she still has the whipped cream titties and all that. Oh, no, the snake is spitting at me. Anyway. Spitting. <laughs> um, anyway. Katie and Drew responded to a Harvey Bay home recently where the owners found a four-foot snake in the toilet bowl. Yeah. Fuck that. Was someone on the toilet when that was... So so I honestly thought that's where we were going with this. Um, Because, yeah, that would be a nightmare. It didn't say in the story, I'll be honest... I'd like to think that someone maybe was about to to perform an action, whether it be pee pee or poo poo, and they lifted up the lid and said, "Hello, occupado." <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> I ran out of paper. Oh, but yeah. So, they, yes, they went to use the bathroom and found it when they lifted the toilet lid. There we go. I should have just read the rest of the fucking story. Um, but, yes, it was a four-foot common tree snake. And Godfrey was... Godfrey, Drew Godfrey, said the snake is not a dangerous species. Quote, they are very inquisitive and friendly towards people. I'm sorry, if you're That's friendly and inquisitive... Just sliver up to my front door. Go. Knock, 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 knock. (laughs) Hello, neighbor. Who are you? Tell me about yourself. What what do you do for a living, sir? Don't jump in my toilet. But uh, how inquisitive are you? Like, lift up. Have you done your taxes yet? Hmm? Fuck's sake. Yes, I. Yeah, no, this, this is why I think, I, I think we can add to uh top three nightmares. We've already just discussed it. Uh, my my worst nightmare is a snake descending upon me while I'm masturbating from the ceiling. Um, second one is shitting Wait, myself. Is on a snake live descending television. from the ceiling, or are you masturbating from the ceiling? Ooh, like Spider Man. I think that's a fantasy is me masturbating on the ceiling. However. Uh, the fear is the the spider is coming right down on that old mushroom head, and you're like, ah, you can't move because you're trapped in the chair. Like, ah, ah. Anyway, it's it's actually happened twice. Anyways, next one. Wait, what? That nightmares happened twice, or that's actually happened to two people? Documented. That has happened to me twice. You're just doing your thing, just just having a good having a good good Wednesday night jolly. And then you look up and, oh, my God, there's a spider descending upon me. Oh, oh a spider? I thought you said a snake. No, we're not getting... I'm getting to the snake part, motherfucker. Oh, I'm getting to the snake part. Number three. We're just going to jump... You just... Three. A spider. Yeah. You just... You, 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 use the other hand You're sitting on the toilet. It. No. You, well, can't, you can't risk losing it. The spider and the... Anyway, what was the next one? I do a whole thing where I just like fall out of the, just force myself out of the chair and just fall on the floor like a paraplegic. But uh, yeah, uh, number two is shitting yourself on live television. That's that's an actual 
problem I might have in the future. It, it could happen. It's definitely a threat. Once upon a time, my belt snapped. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I was able to perform my duty and keep my pants up at my waist at the same time. That, that would have been ugly. Anyway, number three, yeah, you, you're sitting down on the toilet. You're minding your own business. And then all of a sudden, yep, there you go. Old, old snake just pops right up and then hits the North Star. What of Think about it. I reckon there might be some people into that. Like, What's that that just hit me in the head? Because they got that. There's a portal up there. That little, little tickly, tickly tongue. Some people might go, "Ooh, did I accidentally put the B day on?" They might have no idea. <laughs> we have a bidet, so yes, that's that is still. The, and the now I've ruined it for you because next time you use a bidet, you'd be like, what the fuck "Is that snake?" Killing my starfish. Hashtag chocolate starfish. Star chocolate starfish tickler. Mm. Maybe that could be a rare breed of snake. Oh crikey. This is this is your common three foot starfish tickler. <laughs> the starfish tickler. And it would be appropriate that it speaks with a lift. <laughs> oh hello. Don't forget the wipe. Mm. Mm. Just doing you a service. Anyway, so that's that. This is why I never go to Australia. You're, it's, if anyone's from Australia yeah. is watching or listening, it's a beautiful country. It looks amazing. I love kangaroos. They're awesome. But fuck snakes. Like, no. Like, the worst I get is little garden cool snakes or grass snakes. Australia could be a really cool continent, but for some reason, 75% of it is uninhabitable still. Y'all colonized it 300 years ago, and you haven't fucking figured out the rest of the continent yet? Holy shit. Rupert Murdoch, get on this, dude. Like, just form a perimeter and just just fire, flamethrower everything and get closer. There you go. Now that the British turn up and... Oh my god, this is so bloody hot. Look at these fucking snakes everywhere. Fuck this. Let's go home, Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy. Of course there's Jeremy there. <laughs> fucking Jeremy gets everywhere. Fucking Jeremy. Anyway, speaking of wildlife. Turkeys. Turkeys. Oh. Gobble, gobble, y'all. Gobble, gobble. So... This story starts in November. So surprisingly, this is mm. where the, the turkeys have had enough of this shit. Thanksgiving shit, and they're fighting back. So residents of a Minnesota neighborhood said they are under constant attack from an increasingly, keyword, aggressive turkey that took up residence <laughs> in the area. So I like he started off pretty annoying. You got a bully turkey? That's amazing. Uh, Rachel Gross said the turkey first showed up in the mo at the mobile home park in Coon Rapids. Why do you name your town Coon Rapids? Fuck me. Oh, because they had raccoons there. Like, yes, let's go with that. Thank God. Yeah, Fucking crazy mobile home park racist motherfuckers. Um, as part of a flock. 
in November 2021, but the bird stayed behind when the rest of its cohorts moved on a few weeks later. They were murdered for their meat. Probably. She said the turkey has since become increasingly aggressive, often attacking people and damaging cars and other properties. Uh, Quote, this turkey attacks me every single day. (laughs) He follows me, goes up my stairs, tries to get into my house. And when I leave in my car, it follows the car. That's amazing. Ah, No, it gets better. Neighbors said that children have to carry sticks when they walk to the school bus stop in the morning to keep the turkey from chasing after them. Now, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Why not look, just call someone to get rid of it, right? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or kill it. It's a fucking turkey. That's... Anyway, are, they, are they protected species? I, don't I, know. I imagine there's some sort of ASPCA law involved here. Some sort of some sort of protection act, or, or maybe just maybe just the neighbors are just like we don't want to kill an animal. Like you know, it's. Sure, it's attacking us, but that means it has a personality, so it must be intelligent. Hmm. Silver lining. Um, residents said that they contacted the Department of Natural Resources, but were only offered advice about keeping the turkey from finding food. Scott Noland, a wildlife <laughs> manager for the Department of Natural Resources, said officials are reluctant to relocate nuisance turkeys as, quote, they often go on to cause further problems elsewhere. So like, that's your mm-hmm. problem. Uh, removing the bird is kind of last resort, he told the Washington Post. We don't want to do we don't want to do it right away in situations like this. So there you go. So imagine, birds are mean. Imagine being birds are mean by turkey every day. That's hilarious. I'm sorry. <laughs> So I me and my friends, when we were when we were in high school, we used to someone had to buy up. We got a case of beer, and we went to Lake Street Park, which is in part of Golden Gate Park, technically, or just just north. Actually, I'm sorry, it's just north of Golden Gate Park. However, it is inhabited by a couple of swans, and those bitches are mean as yeah, shit. You can just be minding your own fuck. business, and then a swan will just fucking attack you. Then you'd be like, ah. Just trying to drink my fucking red, my red oak here. Leave me alone. <laughs> Got any chips? Yeah, birds are mean. So none of this surprises me. And in fact, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where, like, why don't you just kill it? Like, they they clearly can't. It's it's some sort of law, some sort of animal cruelty law says you can't oh, kill well, that this, specific this turkey. If everyone's in agreement, there's going to be no witnesses, and obviously, apparently, the Department of Natural Resources don't give a shit. So, so oh no, how did it die? Uh, unfortunately, oh. that neighborhood, Karen is in that neighborhood, and she will report them post haste. In fact, she's probably enabling the thing. It must have fell down the stairs and snapped its neck. Oh. <laughs> Or put out some food poison. Mm. Come on, people. Mm, no. Well, then he can't eat it. Then he can't eat it. That would just be bad. Or maybe he's just, you know, find out what he wants. Try to communicate. Maybe he wants to come inside. 
might be a nice pet. Show me love. Uh, it, definitely, it definitely will be a nice pet. I'll tell you that much. However, yeah, it's it sounds like a bully. It sounds like it's got a lot of muscle on it. Sounds like uh, it wouldn't taste good in November. It wouldn't be succulent and moist and juicy. It would just be stringy and tough and just mm, dry. Man, I'd get it. But that's just me. No, no, I, I get what you're saying. You're gonna or have bad consequences turkeys, for that. Turkeys don't fly, right? They're like chickens. Chicken, they don't. Turkeys don't fly, right? Do turkeys fly? They don't fly like birds, like normal birds do. But they, they, they can catch some air. Not could much. You not, could you not like pen it in or something? It'd be weird if they couldn't fly with those wings. It'd be like, why? Imagine us having hands and not being able to hold anything. Yes, that's a comparison. Well, chickens, chickens don't fly. They just jump off high things and glide a little bit. It's pathetic. Yeah, all right, you've made your point there. Joppy McCann's. Anyway, so sh- I've, I've, I feel bad for you, Minnesota mobile home park from racial slur rapids. Get that racial, shit changed. It's not, it's not a racial slur. I promise you. Uh, anyway. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's talk about people doing things with their lives it's time for this week's dumb world record of the week i don't know why i'm singing a jingle because i'm about to play a jingle anyway stumble record of the that week. was a lot thanks that's good why 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 would i why 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 this week's dumb world record. Wrong. So this comes to us from Red Apple Elementary. Where teachers and students spent hours not doing anything that's supposed to be on the curriculum, I might say. I'm oh. calling it out right now. If I was a parent, I'd be like, you spent all day doing this. Um, On Friday, setting up more than 7,000 cereal boxes in a line that stretched through multiple floors of the school, going both up and down stairs in an attempt to break the Guinness World Record for the most cereal boxes toppled in a domino fashion. Dumb. That is that is that is the appropriate use of dumb world record. We've had a lot of a lot of unique world records on this, but yeah, this one is exceptionally dumb. But what what lesson? Because if, if I'm not I'm not being I'm not being a Karen right now, you know I'm not being yo. Why are you doing this? You should be teaching my kids things. But like I Mr. could Karen, doing Karen. these kind of fun activities. It's great, but normally there's kind of a moral to the story, or and so this is how gravity works, or something. I don't know. Science lesson involved, but what, what this is 
this is something a teacher thought up. I was like, you know, I really want to do this. But I can't afford to buy 7,000 cereal boxes. I know. Ding, ding, ding. I'll get these stupid kids to bring them in from home. And we'll do it. Yeah, and by the way, project. those kids all bought those cereal boxes. All seven. Do we know how big the school is? How many students are in? About 7,000 cereal boxes long. I don't know. Uh, all right. Fair, fair enough. You don't know. That's not. I don't answer. know. That was a very um, facetious answer. It was facetious. I'm wondering if it would have been cheaper to actually get 7,000 dominoes in this play. Because I feel, yeah, just, yeah, cereal is a nightmare these days. Also, like, yeah, how many, how many boxes are we asking these kids to purchase? Because, you know, not every school has 7,000 students. In fact, I would say most schools don't have 7,000 students. So it's safe to say that each student was requested to buy more than one. Oh, indeed. I'd and say what on average between seven and ten buying? each. Are... Oh, damn. Such a waste of food. This is well, why everyone it... hates America. Here is the silver lining in terms of not being wasteful. So the cereal boxes used in the attempt will be donated to local food pantries and other organizations. Cool. However, if you've got a cereal box at the top of the stairs and it gets knocked over in a domino fashion, that shit's falling down. So by the time I go to the food pantry and pick up this cornflakes or other cereals are available, and you open that shit up, it's all all crumbs. Why is it so smashed up? That's the one thing I'm I'm not worried about. Yeah, it's... for for this one exercise, even if we had to do it five times, like you're you're not sending those boxes full of dust. That's no. That I refuse to believe. So but yeah, this is a lot of money and time that was wasted. imposed upon the public. Wasted Let's be on the public. Now if it feeds feeds the homeless. This was great. a waste of time. Do we, was there one specific brand? Or was just bring any old cereal in. Everything is special. It just K, said cereal or everything boxes. Is so boxes. just said cereal boxes. Damn. So hopefully, I'm yeah. sure. Hopefully, if I'm if I'm if I'm a parent and my kid comes home and goes, Papa, you know, could you buy ten boxes of cereal for this world record <sighs> attempt that we're trying? I am going to the store and buying the cheapest like own brand shits i'm like the problem is you have to buy it in a box so it'll still just be slightly more expensive than the bag of cereal wait they still lose bags of cereal if you want real generic cereal if you want like apple jacks but can't afford apple jacks they have apple o's and it's in a bag it's interesting. In the same, it's in the same same form of a giant Dorito party sized Doritos bag, but it's a bag as opposed to a box. And if you want to, you can just pour that bag into a box of Apple Jacks, and then your kids won't know that they're eating generic cereal because kids are stupid. I'm gonna have to put up a poll. 
Am I the only one in this world that didn't know you could buy cereal in a bag? I mean, I know there's like a plastic bag in the box, but I didn't know you could just buy the bag. You just buy the bag. I think, yeah, I'm I'm guessing that's not a thing, uh, a thing that happens in the UK. But guess what? Well, Up I in Canada, Jersey, their milk comes in bags. I think you're bags, not looking milk? for cereal. What do you look for cereal? What do you get for cereal? What do you buy cereal? Normally, are you a Rice Krispies guys, or you an Apple Jacks no, guy? Go for like Rice Krispies, Frosted Flakes, Mini okay. Wheats. I like Mini Wheats. Okay. And I heat up my milk with my next mini time. Mm. Next time you're at the Safeway or whatever your 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 main your main grocery store is, even your minor one, look for the bags. There are bags there. I promise you. To be continued. I will find Should this. Should be continued. I look forward to this. Okay. Well, there you go. Maybe I'm um, good people. It's going to be like, you idiot. Of course you can buy And yeah, Canada sells be... milk in bags. It's weird. That's just... How? You're weird, Canada. How does that work? It's just going to be all So you buy the bag. Like... And then you get a plastic pitcher. And you put the bag in the pitcher. And then just pour the milk like you would. Sounds like so much extra work. It's a little bit extra work, yeah. And it's people like now because you know plastic bags are, are naughty now. So yeah, plastic bags have been naughty. Is it going to come in like a, a a paper bag, and you have to get home really quickly before it goes soggy? Of course not. And you get home and it's like the. The bomb rips and the wee milk's on the floor. It's a buck. But at least the of environment's saved. Anyway. Still to come on this crazy, wacky episode 84. 84. 84. We talk Knock at the Cabin, the new movie by M9 Shamalamalamalamalam. Uh, we have Miller's Show Quiz coming up after the break and Feel Good segment of the week. Whilst Kush Hayes sneezes away, but at least he mutes his mic like a gentleman. Bless right. his cotton socks. But we'll be right back after this short break. Stick around. <laughs> It's now time for the middle of the show quiz. Hey, welcome back to Box episode 84. Still to come, we are talking M9. Shamalamalamalamalamalam's new movie, Knock at a Cabin. And of course, we've got the feel good story of the week. But it is the middle of the show, so it's a great time to have middle of the show quiz. And since we are talking Knock in the Cabin, this week's quiz is themed around the greatest professional wrestler of all time the greatest actor of all time my god he should get all the octors ox octors oscars mr dave batista how what miles inside this bed of danger I swallowed down a thousand years of anger. I 
I want with four. Oof. Oh. Yes, if, uh, if you don't know, now you know. David Tease is the greatest professional of all time. Love him, love him, love him. Come on the show. Um, this is Miller Show Quiz, so I'm going to ask five questions themed around David Tease. Oh, my throat's still scratchy now. Uh, that's oh. what I get for throwing things alive. I'm excited. Uh, five questions, and obviously the name of the game is themed to get at least three out of the five. If not a clean sweep, five out of five. If he gets question correct... He hears this noise, which makes him happy. However, if he gets question wrong, he hears this noise, which makes him sad. So, so, so sad. Um, spoiler I did warn Kush Hayes ahead of time that this would probably be a Dave Batista themed quiz, and he said, and I quote, I will. Fucking now, they didn't actually say that word for word, but he's just basically he was, he was very confident on his De Batista knowledge. So we shall see. Are you ready? Question one: Mil- Milena Perez. Oh, I'm sick of all these people talking out here. I never understood a thing that is Anyway, question number one. Which city was Dave Batista born? Start nice and easy. Jeez. Uh, See, Dave is one of those military brats. He's been around, so I want to... He's also from the Bay Area. His mom lives in San Francisco. But I'm just going to say Washington, D.C. Because I think that's where I think that's the answer. Nicely done. Nicely done. You went around the houses there. Man, that nation's capital, Washington, D.C. That's correct. Question number two. Mm -mm -mm. Mr. Batista was sentenced to one year probation after being fired from which job following a skirmish? Some fisticuffs. Oh, shit. I'm going to guess he was a... I guess he was a bouncer at a nightclub. Oh, oh. shit, son. So that was, that was just a guess. This could have been like, yeah, man, he had a really bad day at Starbucks. What? <laughs> Imagine him being a Tista the barista. Ah, oh. Tista Put the that barista. on a shirt. Fuck. <laughs> Gimmicks we, we didn't get to see. That would have been great. Better than Deacon Batista. That's a deep cut. This is for like the cappuccino when they have to froth the milk. They just give him two jugs of milk mm-hmm. and he's just like... Shaking the shit out of it. Yes, sir. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Question number three. Which company did Dave Batista try out for only to be told that he would never make it in the wrestling business? It's clearly not WWF slash WWE, so I'm going to guess WCW. Okay, wow. Yeah, he tried Again, out the power plant in 1999. 
Wow. Okay. And apparently they weren't. It is, it, his debut and the sale of WCW are just like just that close to each other. That that's that was the answer I went to. How am I doing so far? Like I'm, I'm like like three for three. You're right? three four three. Four? Well, he actually made three his three. His debut late. No, it was in WXW. Oh. But is it Alpha? In late '99, and then he went to OVW. Speaking okay. of OVW, Batista, under the ring name Lathiathan, Lathiathan, was once OVW champion. Word. Who did he lose that championship to? Ooh, is a prototype, aka John Cena. I was sure you wouldn't be able to see that, but okay, you got it right. Did you even guess I was gonna say fucking prototype? By the way, wrestling hall of fame suckers. All right, can you go for the clean sweep? Can you get five out of five? Here we do. Question number five. Batista made his acting slash movie debut Mm. as a wrestler, funny enough, in which 2006 Danny DeVito film? Danny DeVito film? Ooh, I think Triple H was also a cameo in this as well. Danny DeVito film. Oh shit! Ooh, did I get you? I honestly thought his movie debut was that Rob Van Dam vehicle that went nowhere. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry, I don't know. Relative strangers. Oh, I don't even know what that is. Me neither. Thanks, yeah. Wikipedia. Bonus point. Okay. Can I go for a bonus point? Please. What TV series, which I'm assuming he made his acting debut, but obviously the way, or maybe, I don't know, but it may have been filmed before or after, so that's why I couldn't be sure about which was his acting debut. But it's TV series. Mm-hmm. Did he play uh, one episode as... The villain in the episode. That's all I'm going to give you. It's a TV show, and he was the villain for that episode. In 2006, it aired around like October, November ish. Mm, you, you can't tell me who was in the show. Like, it's, it's, it's not without not making it obvious. Yeah. I don't know any, any networks. I mean, it could be the Big Bang Theory. I'm just going to say the Big Bang Theory. 2006. Yes, because commonly, Kush, Big Bang Theory, each episode revolves around a villain for that. And and the the gang defeats them. Power Rangers? No. Smallville. Who's actually in an episode of Smallville? Oh. You Smallville? Yeah. One episode. One episode. Season three, episode 
eight, I think, or episode ten. Season Fun three. Fact. Okay, so I was definitely watching Smallville in season three. That's fascinating. I had no idea. I know there's an episode where Kane showed up on Smallville, and that shit was dumb. It wasn't well, I believe, fault. wasn't that shit was dumb. Wasn't Smallville on the CW? Yeah. Which I think at that time SmackDown was on the CW as well, so maybe there was that kind yeah, of so CW st- SmackDown was on UPN, Smallville was on uh, WB. Then the two networks merged into um, the the CW. CW. Yeah, yeah, and then like that's when Kane showed up. But okay, wow, wow, who was he in Smallville? Oh, I don't know what character. Not that name I would remember all these years ago. It was a one-off That's thing. Fair. That's fair. Uh, probably Smallville, some, like, what a show. Biker bouncer. Smallville is great. Um, it should have and ended then, after season five. And then she left to create some sex trafficking cult and ruined everything. Oh, uh, that's that's well, Allison Mack. We don't have to talk about that tonight. But uh, yeah, that sucks too. She was the best character, yeah. honestly. Well, it definitely wasn't Superman for sure in that one. <laughs> oh, anyway, by the way. You Congratulations. Congratulations on winning the middle of the show quiz. Yeah, that doesn't happen too much these days, dude. Like, I got four out of five, four out of six. Well, somehow, you. oh, no, yeah, you got four out of five last week, but I've tricked you. Oh, it did? Oh, good for me. Do you remember it was Texas, 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 Alabama? That was funny. I do. That made me that chuckle. Challenge. I still chuckle to that about this today, this day. Nope. But anyway, a whole eight days later. You got your you got your notepad ready there, Kush, to take notes. Because it's now time. I have my notepad ready. To rid this planet of one human being, it's now time for the trapdoor segment. Just one. Just one. For now. Uh, trapdoor segment. As always, I give Kush four celebrity names, and he has to choose one to send down a trapdoor and out of existence and free up a little bit of extra oxygen for us Earth riders. We work our way <sighs> through the alphabet, and this week we've stumbled across the awkward letter known as Q. Wow. So, Kush gets to eliminate one, but as always, he must show his working. Once this episode releases, I might actually create a poll and do like the people's oh, right? choice. The people's choice. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, let's get the let's get the audience involved. In I don't know. Should, should I do like audience. should I do like this week's one and then or should I release next week's names ahead of time? So then you choose one, and then we go, well, and then the people agreed with you, or the people disagreed with you. I would definitely get the people's opinion after me. Oh, look at you. Was I right? Was I wrong? I don't know. That was very... Most times I'm going to be wrong, but let's do that. Get their opinion after mine. My one's the most important one. Bloody peasants. It usually is. It should be. Anyway... This week's four names. It will begin with Q. We have Queen Latifah. 
known for being an icon in the music industry. And you know what? A damn fine actress. She's pretty good in everything. She's, she's getting good. Probably. She's getting better. She's getting better. She had 20 years to do it. Ooh, a bit of shade there. Okay. Um, next up, Mr. Quincy Jones, legendary music and music producer. Quentin Tarantino, famous for making movies that make you go, the fuck? Um, I guess that's my answer, too. And number four, Quest Love, famous for playing drums on talk shows and part of the roots and just being a goddamn cool motherfucker. So, Queen Latifah. He's a pretty cool dude. Quincy Jones, Quentin Tarantino, or Quest Love. When I was looking through, I go to this special, I go to a website then I, that shows it's a bunch of celebrities and you select the letter. Funnily enough, mm-hmm. this week I had to wade through a bunch of queens. Oh, throughout history. I was like, oh, I'm not going <laughs> to. Like, cool. What, 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 what queens like, did you have to go through? Queen, I don't know, Queen Tabitha of Spain. Queen oh, wow. something of Switzerland. Oh, okay. Wow. Literal queen. Literal queens. Oh, shit's going down. I can hear the woo-woo. Literal monarchs. It's very rare. We get yeah, we can't hear nothing woo-woos. over here. But you got oh, a good that's... microphone filter. So good for you. Thanks. So anyway. Yeah, this is. This is kind of a hard one, dude. But that's what I can tell you. Who's not? Bam! That just happened, y'all, in real time. Cues. Yeah, Quincy Jones is absolutely not getting dismissed. He's not going down the trapdoor shaft. Okay, Quincy Jones is an icon. He he doesn't get enough respect that he deserves. Okay, he the majority of music that you love, the classic stuff, the folks your dad and your grandpa listened to and 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 conceived all those children with is because of Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones, you are staying, sir. You're not going nowhere. All right. Queen Latifah, you're not going anywhere else, man. I Mike, Mike took my comment as shade towards like, yeah, she's only been doing this for like 20 years now. Yeah, she's she's becoming a great actress. It Some folks take longer than others. Some folks get opportunities quicker than others. Queen Latifah is, I think, finally in her wheelhouse. I have not seen The Equalizer. I kind of think that's a shitty role to play. But most of everything else I've seen her in, I fucking love her. Like, yeah, Queen Latifah, she ain't going nowhere. My, uh, I'll tell you then, what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you this for nothing. Queen Latifah. She's on the MILF scale. Let's just say that. She's up there. She's a MILF now. She's definitely been a cougar. Um, but she's, yeah, she's, she's, she's getting ready she's to not north ugly. of 50, bro. She's not ugly at all. Not at all. Very pretty lady. Mm hmm. If if I had to have Queen Latifah on my arm at some public event, I would not be shy about that shit, son. I'd be like, yeah, goddamn right Queen Latifah's on my arm right here. Check that shit out. You don't have Queen Latifah here. Y'all wish you did, but you don't. Stupid. Anyway, 
We're getting to uh, the last two here. This is this is complicated, man. Like, why you gotta make things so complicated? I know, right? One dude, I don't like all of his movies, but I appreciate him as a personality, and I'm kind of fascinated by him overall. Like, I'll still check anything he has out. The other one is a, an exceptional drummer, has even won the Academy Award last year, which got overshadowed, unfortunately, by the Will Smith slap, the the Will Smith assault upon the the, the great comedian Chris Rock, and that is Quest Love. And this was this is not not an easy decision. Please, folks, understand where I'm coming from here. Quest love, unfortunately, you're going down oh. the trapdoor because Tarantino, I want I want to see more from him. I want to hear what else he says. Oh, Quest love. I'm sorry. I know. That was just, no, just that was hard for him for me. Said I said that. I a thousand percent said that. I even I circled it on my pad, so I won't deny it. Let's be friends, Quest. Mike Fish would be a great friend to you, Questlove. Yeah. I reckon reckon he knows Queen Latifah as well. And maybe he could introduce me. Two birds, one stone. Damn. Well done, sir. Well done. If that happens, well done. If it happens, yeah. yeah. Let's let's put that on the maybe pile. One day, maybe. Um. Someday, one day, someday. Um, anyway, anyway, sorry there, Quest Love. I loved you, but you're down the trap door. Now, let's talk about a movie that features the elimination of people. Yeah, segue, mm. sure, trap door the movie, trap door the movie, directed by M. Nashimalamalamalamalamalam. M night shamalam wham shang ling and la 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 Sign for this week's Cush's movie review. Cush's movie review. Knock at the cabin starring. Oh, yeah. The barista with your coffee. Dave's not here, man. No, I'm Dave Batista. Dave's not here, man. No, I'm Dave Batista. This goes on for another 18 minutes. That's a Chichin Chong joke, everybody. We're talking about. Knock at the cabin. It's rated R. It is a glorious 99 minutes, sir. Ooh. It stars the aforementioned Dave Batista, Rupert Gint from the Harry Potter franchise, and introducing young Miss Christine Cooey, who plays Little Girl. This Brilliant. is a written Brilliant casting. and directed by Menage. Nelly Yafu Shyamalan. 
otherwise, aka M. Night Shyamalan. And uh, you know what, dude? I had had high hopes going into this. Like, because I didn't think it was going to be the best movie of the year. It's still not. But I was not disappointed whatsoever. Like, this is a fantastic movie, dude. It, it, and thankfully, again, it's only 99 minutes long. It's it's a very simple premise. There's a family out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, this big hulking brute knocks on the door. And he couldn't be more polite than ever. In fact, he's only polite throughout the entire movie. Only polite. At no point does he ever lose his temper, which only makes him more terrifying. I am talking about Dave Bautista. This is he walks by alone. far the best thing he's ever acted in. By wow. far the best thing he's ever acted in. Yeah, man. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, he's funny in. And, you know, James Bond, all right. He looked like a, a hulking piece of meat. But this, like, he's got range here. Like, he's, this is the guy who should be able to just murder everybody. He's like, I really, not only do I not want to be here, but I don't want to be talking having this conversation with you and but but we are because we are you need to understand some things and like you're just like oh my god this guy is terrifying um family goes out into the woods they're on a weekend getaway whatever 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 obviously we just said it was a vacation and then all of a sudden dave batista just walks out of the middle of nowhere and uh starts interacting with little girl and the little girl, her spidey sense is tingling. Everything her parents that was have a told horrible her. sentence, Kush. Well, you're you're not. He starts interacting with a little major. girl. Uh, mm-hmm. Senses are tingling. Dude, please. The entire five minutes of their dialogue, like you're, you're uncomfortable here. Like if you've you're seen the trailer, right, obviously you know what's happening here, but like. He he asks uncomfortable. Are you alone? Are your parents nearby? Oh, we should be friends. We could be the best of friends. Like he he, he like starts having candy? that uncomfortable dialogue. Would you I like to get into my van? Some candy at one point. No van. There's no van at at any point in this movie. Right, so thankfully, that's something. Okay. Would but you like your, your 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 fears and suspicions are are legitimate not unique at so at all man like the the entire first five minutes of this movie you're just like oh no dave this isn't a good look man what are you doing here you know again even if you've seen the trailer you're like this is uncomfortable dialogue this this can't go anywhere positive anyways um at some point it is revealed that uh the end of the world is nigh and this one family, for whatever reason, in this cabin, which is never identified why why these map coordinates are so imperative, what this family is about. Uh, let me step back. At some point, it's like, yo, you were the most pure people, the three of you, and that's why we had to make you go through this hard decision. So here's the conundrum. The end of the world is upon us. And one of you three has to kill the one person. Otherwise, 
the three of you will be forced to wander the earth after everything has been extinct. Everything will be wiped out. You three will be the only that survive, assuming you don't go by our rules here. So there's opportunity for a debate here. At times, we could explore more. But again, it's thankfully only 99 minutes. So we, we don't go too deep into who these people are. We, we, we get some breadcrumbs, but not many. And uh, quite frankly, man, like it's it's okay. We don't need all that information. We understand who they are as basic people. Uh, Dave Batista is a second grade basketball coach. There's a woman who was a nurse. There's another woman who was, she just worked at a diner and she has a child, but she kept getting these visions. And then there's just another guy who's, he doesn't really want you to know much about him. That's Rupert Gint, AKA Harry Potter's, um, uh, the, the red ginger boy. friend i'm not from ginger friend thank you i should know that guy but i don't anyways um yeah if you don't make your decision you've only got four opportunities here and if you don't bad things are gonna happen with each time you say no and we're gonna watch it on tv here and you're gonna see it and it should weigh on you so no spoilers here. This is uh, the calmer Dave Batista gets, the scarier he is. And at no point is he the threat in this. He's lumbering mass of Hulk. He he kills people, but he is at all times just like, yo, I don't want to be here. And everything I'm telling you here is legit. And this is my backstory. And they. M. Night Shyamalan. Simpler is better. And anytime you've tried to do things more complicated, they've only been worse. So keep keep doing good things. Keep doing simpler things. There are questions, obviously, we have, but some movies just need those questions. Otherwise, um, I'm giving this a low 4 out of 5. It, it, it probably should be a high 3 out of 5, but I really enjoyed this. As on the seat, on the edge of my seat, most of the time, um, I would recommend everybody check this out. Again, this is simpler Shyamalan. Yeah, it's it, it's fine. If there's a twist, guess what, y'all? Y'all saw it in the trailer. They're talking about the apocalypse, and there's four of them. They're the four horsemen of death. Whoa! What? So if you did, if you're did they surprised do that? by that, did they do then, the fingers and go woo. They did not, but they should have. They should have. They absolutely should have. So if uh, y'all are surprised by that, then maybe you're the problem. But yeah, this is is a fine movie. I look forward to seeing this a couple more times. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah, four out of five. Knock at the cabin. But I think the one takeaway we can get from this is Batista is a beast. He is an amazing actor. And needs to be a more thing. He's just an indomitable force. Give this man awards. um, I don't know if he's even there yet, but this is definitely the best role he's had yet. Okay? He can be comedy. He he was pretty damn good in Glass Onion. 
He was good in Glass Onion, yeah. Yeah, and he was still playing a comedy role in that. But uh this one, yeah, he he's very serious. He's like, yo, I'm I'm trying to I wish I wasn't here, but I'm telling you, this is a thing that is happening. The end of the world is upon us right now. And you guys need to listen to me. And because you aren't, bad things are gonna happen. Like let me guess, yeah, it takes this... the whole movie to decide like how this is gonna play out. Like if 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 these people sure. and, and they could say, Oh, we're gonna watch the TV and bad stuff started happening on TV. I would have killed that little girl so quick. No offense. A little girl. <laughs> oh no. You're a monster. She hasn't got much to lose. No. You know, she's not like she's you know. Yeah. We can we can adopt again. No, I, I mean again, if you going by your rules, so if 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 Dave Batista just walked up and gave his monologue like, hey, four of us are here to prevent the end of the world. By the way, we have to kill each other if you say no. Uh, please say yes. Please be a part of this plan. And just dad A, stab dad B super quickly. Like, it'll right, be right, an yep. entertaining movie. Give me the gun. Give me the gun. We got you. Don't worry. He's been eating chips in the bed, leaving crumbs everywhere, pissing me off. <laughs> and then credits roll. <laughs> that would be the, the quickest movie. And it would probably earn a whole eight out of four stars or eight out of five. Yeah. And the rest of the movie is just like a random cartoon. No, I would like that too. Low four out of five. It's still in, it's still in the movie theaters, right? People can still check it out if they wish. Just came Uh, out this weekend. That's it's I feel like it's gonna do good. It um it knocked Avatar 2 out of the number one spot. Good. Look at Avatar after two. eight weeks. Damn. Pornographic Smurf movie. Had enough of that shit. Oh put put your tail. Let's dock our tails and fuck weirdly. Anyway, I guess. Anyway, anyway. Oh, we talked about the apocalypse. Oh my god, that's. Uh, ooh, we need to to warm things back up again with a with a feel good story, and we end the show as always with this week's feel good story of the week. Now, a couple of weeks ago, we highlighted a feel-good story about a fella that would once a month go to a pharmacy and leave $100 to basically help pay for people that couldn't afford their medicine. Um, We have a similar story, actually, this week, but this week comes from um, Washington, D.C., Birthplace of Dave Batista. Yes, but this time, rather than medicine, it's ice cream, which is nice. Um, so uh, 
So after one of Charles Foreman's regular customers, Nicole, uh, saw Foreman give a free scoop of ice cream to a child who didn't have any money, she came back with an envelope containing $100, enough to pay for 28 scoops. Let's do the math real quick. 100 divided by 28. Why is each scoop $3.57? That's just weird. Anyway. Well, 28 scoops. Anyway, Mr. Charles is so great, she said, and the ice cream is excellent too, Nicole told the Washington Post. Foreman was stunned by her gift, but this was just the start. Other customers heard about what happened and made their own donations to the ice cream fund. Foreman can tell when someone is going through a hard time and needs a boost and doesn't hesitate to offer them a free scoop. That's just being part of the community, he said. We're supposed to do all we can to help each other. Aww. There you go. Charles Foreman and his ice cream shop every day Sunday in Washington, D.C. gives you... So basically... If you want to go to Everyday Sunday in Washington, D.C., just, you know, just wear some of your your older clothes, look a little bit disheveled. <laughs> Get some free ice cream out of this. I don't know. I, even though, I'm, I mean, I, I am making fun of this, and this is a very nice story. I, the, the, the line, like, Harry, this is obviously not a quote, which is what the person wrote in the, right, the, wrote in the article, but this is a Harry can tell when someone's going through a hard time. I don't know. That just because I uh, see this is where it strikes a nerve, right? One time I was working in New York City, right? Oh. I was working for a tech company. That's all I'll say. I'm not going to give him mm. any more information about that. So obviously, you know, tech company. So you know, this was basically my kind of uniform. Yeah, I'd work with you know, chinos, maybe it's hoodie, sneakers, whatever. So one time, but where we were located is kind of, it was kind of like a fancy pantsy place. There was lots of people. There was like a major record label. That's all I'll give. Also in the same building. So there's lots of people in fancy pantsy suits, some celebrities going in and out every now and again. And here I am with a fucking beanie and a hoodie and whatever. So one time I go outside for a cigarette break and I go all the way down from the 14th floor step outside and then realize fuck it was a nice day out so i didn't put my jacket on but my lighter is in my jacket ah oh. oh, i haven't got my oh. oh this is so annoying so i did that okay, way, it so... takes like five minutes to go up that exact shaft right exactly oh. <laughs> shaft um so i did the pl- i played the- okay let's let's rather than going straight back up i'll i'll hover for like a minute or two Surely someone will walk past smoking a cigarette, and I'll then I'll say, "Excuse me, could I borrow your lighter real quick? I've borrow left mine upstairs." Finally, I see a gentleman walking, smoking a cigarette, and I just step out and say, "Oh, excuse me," and he immediately just goes, "I haven't got any change." Oh, fuck like, you! So fuck you! I'm just. Not homeless. No offense to the homeless community, but still, like, fuck you, I'm not homeless. That's not a liar. It's definitely disrespect to you. However, it is a knee-jerk reaction to what he deals with every day on those streets. On those gritty streets. 
Let's wait straight to New York City. Eventually, he did. I yeah. did make him feel bad, and he did give me his lighter to use. Well, I was like, "Fuck you!" Fuck you. Like you. the minimum, the minimalist he could have done is hand you his lit cigarette, so you could light it, light oh. your unlit cigarette with it, which I've done a million times. And guess what? It works every time. Folks. Oh, it does work, but that's the. I only trust friends to do that. I don't want strangers touching my cigarette. I mean, a marble. You know where that hands have been. And a bit... oh, imagine, the fire imagine will cure all that. No, but no, but to do it, you have to put your hands very close to the filter of my cigarette. Not necessarily. Yeah, it depends how much cigarette I've. Anyway, but you know, you never yeah. know. Some some guy might have just been, you know, fist deep in someone's asshole. And go, I'm tired. I'm gonna go for a cigarette. Oh, excuse me. Can I? And he, and yeah. I want that. Yeah. Again, the 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 heat from that cigarette will cure all that. That's no, it won't. That's I not swear how... I've been more. I've been, I swear I've been no. more cigarette since I quit sick quit smoking than I have been while I was a smoker. Heat will not. Cure. Anyway. But anyway, the reason I tell that story, this is why I think this could become a dangerous thing. So uh, Charles Foreman, you need to worry because yeah, if someone steps in. To your ice cream shop, and you just immediately go, "Oh, don't worry, I've got this. It's gonna be okay." Like, what the fuck? I can afford ice cream. I mean, I'm offended, but I'll take the ice cream. I'll take the. You said it. No backsies, but you know, just know that I'm. Uh, yeah, just no know backs. that I'm offended. Uh, fuck you. Uh. Yeah. Where's the spring? Was about time bitch? a friend asked me, like, do you, "Do you like ice cream?" And I was like, "Who doesn't like ice cream, man? Like, even like just." Intolerant people like, man, I wish I could have some ice cream right now. But, but yeah, yeah, I like ice cream. Um, let me ask you, Mike Fish, do you prefer ice cream on a cone or in a cup or a bowl or whatever? Do you know what? It's, it's, it's uh, I'm not going to argue either way, you know, I'm not going to turn down, but if I had the choice, I, I'm going to go with your the favorite cone. is scoop. I'm going with the, the cone. cone. Okay. Uh, only it's traditional, right? Only though, if it's soft serve ice cream. Ew. Okay. Because that's the beauty. Because it's soft serve, so it's very more. It's malleable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's the yeah. treat. So you, you, you stand you there, eat it right. uh, lick, 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 lick the ice cream. I'm licking the ice cream, and then once you get down to it, start eating the cone. The ice cream has kind of worked its way into the cone. So it's like it's 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 one it's like an ice cream sandwich suddenly. Whereas oh, if it's like hard ice cream, I'm very impatient. So I end up like lick lick. I'll oh, bite. Oh. And then by the time I get to the cone, there's very little ice cream in it, and it's like and then it's a very dry treat. So depends. Hmm. Okay. What a way! What a way to end the show. Are you cone or cup? Let us know. Kona Enjoy Waffle Box at gmail.com. That's this week's poll. That's this week's poll. Kona Cup. Also, did you know you could get cereal in a bag? I didn't. There you go. Uh, what else? Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? What have we got? Uh, uh, what have we got coming up this week? 
for the syrup squad one thing i do have to say that um apologies i had a little bit lots of things coming up and i didn't get a chance to edit and release uh, our royal rumble fan slash laps fan review so that'll be coming out at extrawaffle.com in the next coming days do apologize about that uh kush what about the bosnet family what have they got what are they rummaging up those got- crazy wacky bastards we got big game 57 coming up this weekend mike fish and you you yourself are going to be a part of that episode and we're going to talk about who's going to win the big game is it going to be the chiefs of since uh, kansas city or is it going to be the eagles of philadelphia nope i don't know spoiler we're going to find out in a minute fuck the eagles um but yes, check that out. Go to Microdose. Search Microdose on all your favorite platforms or just go to bosnet.family. That comes out Friday, so you can listen to that. You can listen to me trash the Eagles uh, in time for the Super Bowl. Or oh, the big game. Whatever you want to call it. The big Abyss. game. Cheers for listening or watching. Cheers for divulging. Cheers for consuming this podcast 84 episodes deep we'll be back with episode 85 next week make sure you're gonna enjoy with box for all the links if you are listening you can watch us on youtube if you are watching us on youtube and you you know you're going for a run maybe just know you can listen to the audio version on spotify app podcast uh stitcher um odyssey audible or whatever anyway I am at only Mike Fish on Twitter. He is at Kush underscore Hayes. And until next week, take care of yourselves and each other. That's all, folks.